Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Rumor and League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rome. Today's episode, I'll preview the 2023 season opener versus the Cardinals. I've been out a while to the school and work schedule, but I'm happy back talking about football. I'll hit a little on the preseason, how the roster took shape, and dive into this week's matchup. Also, hit on fantasy football as well. About to get to, so here we go. Alright, Sam Howell looked really good in the preseason, I thought. Obviously, he had extensive action in week one and week two against Cleveland. Um, definitely, you can show the zip that he has coming off uh, his hands. Um, I like that he trusted what he saw for the most part. The blitz definitely got to him, um, but I love the mobility. Uh, I think his ceiling might be like a Taylor Heineke, but better, hopefully. Um, but, you know, it seems like everyone has rallied around him. He showed everyone what he could do. Ron has been impressed with him. Jahan had a really nice um, interview on Good Morning Football this week about it. And, you know, I think I think Sam just going to be the guy going forward, obviously. Hopefully he can be someone that shows his team can build around, hopefully for the future, on a rookie contract for the next few years. Uh, but Sam's the guy that uh, has upside. I've said this before in this podcast, going back to his UNC days, those first um, two years he had were really impressive after his freshman year. A lot of people thought he'd be a top, you know, 10 pick. Um, we, his year two wasn't as good, um, but still, you know, really solid. He was a projected first-round pick even going in. Before junior his junior year obviously fell apart. Now he fell apart. It just hit a lot of his weapons um, left for the NFL. De'Ami Brown, Daz Newsom, Javante Williams, um, you know, all those skill guys that were UNC that, that those couple years with Sam. So uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. He did really well against the Ravens. Um, he had to against their backups, but showed a lot of poise. Um, but again, I think he held on to the ball, held onto the ball a little too long on a few different instances. Um, but, you know, something he can work on. He's still a young quarterback, only has one career start, so I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Ron Rivera, obviously, he said some stupid stuff these last couple, you know, weeks, whether it was the enemy thing, saying that, you know, the players have been hard on him, whatever, then the article of Albert Beer saying, you know, wish he played him sooner. I think Ron just needs to just hopefully go away after this year. I know it sounds bad. I still like Ron, but maybe it's time for him to just, you know, take a back seat, whether it's the front office or what, and Bianami can be the head coach, but... Um, you know, I know a lot of the team still likes him and players still respect him. Of course they should, but, you know, I just feel like Ron is really taking a step back as, as a head coach and really just, you know, his whole mindset this last couple years, really. O-line is a worry. Um, obviously, Andrew Wiley played really poorly the two games he played. It's obviously not what you look for in your top free and signing. Um, he was inconsistent in Kansas City as well. Um, he's good position flex, but he's probably a, at best an average starter at tackle or guard. Obviously, playing right tackle for Washington, um, but he's a worry. Um, Charles Leno is you know solid. Nick Gates looked good. Um, I thought Cosme looked good. I think C.D. Charles looked good, but C.D. Charles just hasn't stayed healthy. So we'll see. You know, hopefully, we can see them. Hopefully, build some camaraderie right away and get a cohesiveness as a unit. And that's obviously going to be big once they're playing together more consistently. Hopefully, that will help them um, and set them up for success for the year. I think Jahan is a true breakout candidate this year. He's a freaking stud. You can see it. His confidence is even getting bigger and better when he's talking to the media. I mean, it's telling, I think, in the Browns game when he had a touchdown, he was like, when you have a safety on me, it's bad news for the safety. Jahan is just 
he's going to be number one receiver in this league, and hopefully this team's going to have two of them with him and Terry. So Jahan is just going to have a thousand yard season, in my opinion, as long as he's healthy um, and really uncoverable on one on one. Um, Terry's injury was, you know, unfortunate, especially in a two minute situation, which you probably wouldn't have gotten out there if it wasn't a two minute situation. I think Sam would have, night would have been done. Um, you know, I understand I'm trying to get Sam reps in a two minute drill, but it sucks to have your best player get hurt like that. Um, but luckily, as, as recording this podcast after Wednesday, he did practice on Wednesday. Looks like a play Sunday. And even if he doesn't, um, he would definitely be back soon. Chase injury um, against Cleveland. That was a hell of a rush to get up, to get past Chadwick Wills and make a play to Sean Watson. Wasn't a complete sack, but it definitely showed what he can do and capable of. Sucks he got hurt again. I still have all the faith in the world. Chase just has to stay healthy. And hopefully he's out there in week one. You're practicing full today, but apparently still waiting for doctor's approval, really. Defense should be stout. I'm really, really excited to watch this defense this year. Um, there's no reason this team shouldn't, you know, be a top 10 defense with all the talent that they have. This, they should carry this team this year, um, especially while Sam is developing. Some practice squad signings that happened in the last few weeks. I really like the Jabril Cox uh, afraid and signing or whatever you want to practice squad signing from Dallas after he did make the final roster there. Really liked him at LSU. Um, he played one year there. Um, before he transferred um, from there from LSU, uh, slipped my mind. But either way, he was a good player at LSU, um, had a lot of potential, and someone that can definitely make this team and be elevated to the practice squad in the next couple weeks. He's better than David Mayo, better than Milo Effler, um, so I think he definitely has a chance uh, that you know can make the team um, and you know have a spot. And obviously, Milo Effler, I think, for the practice squad. I was the four: Kelly Hudson, David Mayo. Jamin Davis and uh, Cody Barton, but Joe Brocox is someone I think the team should be on and fans as well. Love the James Crowder practice squad signing. Um, obviously, a lot of good memories for him in 2015 2018 here in Washington. He was a really good slot receiver back then. They're not really needing him to be that this time around. They need to be a solid permanent like he was here his first in Washington. Hopefully, he gets elevated because he's a much better practice, uh, excuse me, much better permanent returner than Dax Millen and a better slot receiver, really. I'm excited for this team potential. Uh, didn't really do a preseason preview for this team. I know I'm kind of doing a quick rundown of it right now. Um, but I really think this team can win you know, between 9 and 11 games if they hit their peak. Uh, maybe that floor is really more 5 to 7. But I think everything um, you know, be really really good for them going forward as long as Sam could be you know, adequate as a quarterback. Um, and I think your defense should be able to carry them. We'll rely on Brian Robinson, Tony Gibson in the run game, great receivers, and Terry, Jahan, Curtis Samuel, hopefully Logan stay healthy. Um, the offensive line, I think, is the most thing I'm worried about offense more than Sam Howell. So I think they could be done doing this team. Um, but hopefully uh, hopefully not, and I, I really can see this team moving in a wild card berth at about 10 wins. All right, moving on to the season opener. You have the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals, obviously, are a rebuilding situation. Uh, I really like their um, a couple of their players. There's a few and far between. They're really, their best player is Buda Baker, and um, you know that's someone that Washington got the game plan for on offense. They're a new four-three defense under um, Jonathan Gannon, the former Eagles defense coordinator, who admitted that he was the reason they lost Super Bowl, which I think everyone knew. But it's interesting he said that this week. Their defense is completely remade. Zayvon Collins is a former inside linebacker, first-round pick, and now he's a four-three DN. Along with Carlos Watkins, a D-tackle, the veteran D-tackle, Liko Futu, and Jonathan Ledbetter on the opposite side of Collins. 4-3 setting, B.J. Ojolari, the rookie second-round pick from LSU. Kaiser White came over from Philly with Gannon. He's going to play linebacker with him and Dennis Gardick when they have three linebackers. Secondary-wise, uh, Keytrell Clark, Marco, Marco Wilson, Jalen Thompson, Buda Baker. The strength of their defense, their safety, Jalen Thompson, Buda Baker. Um, so it's something they can... Um, you know, really, I guess, game plan for for Washington. But really, this defense is probably one of the 
bottom five in the slate. They lock a lot of talent. Like I said, outside of the safety group, um, Washington really should have no struggle to hopefully move the ball. If they do, that could be an indicator of what the season's going to be like, but hopefully that's not the case. Sam Howe can carve them up. I mean, there's no reason um, Clark or Wilson can cover Terry, Jahan, Curtis, and even Terry's not playing. They can't cover Jahan when he's, he's the number one option. A great for a matchup for this team. I do think Gannon's going to bring the blitz just because he needs to do anything he can to kind of equalize the playing field with a talent deficit, especially with Sam showing he has struggled a little bit with the preseason. So that's something to account for, um, but I really think either way Washington will be able to adjust with that. Um, really should hopefully be an easy game plan. Should be should have their way on the ground. Carlos Watkins and Fotu is not going to you know cut, um, pound the middle. I mean not going to stop them going up the middle with Brian. Uh, Gibson on the outside. Hope Gibson can get you know 15 touches a game this year. Whether it's catches, obviously, and receptions and carries. And then obviously through the air, even without Terry, they should have no problem throwing for 250 yards, really. I really Unless they're up so much, they don't need to. Um, I think that's definitely going to be an easy, easy contest for Washington's offense. Again, man, being too optimistic, but Arizona is definitely fighting for that number one overall pick next year. I think Jahan Dawson's going to have a huge game. I expect to have 100 yards. And that's really because I don't know if Terry's going to play, even though it's trending that way for Terry. But I think Jahan and Terry could easily have, you know, 80 to 100 yards this game. Moving to the Cardinals offense, just gamemanship by Jonathan Gannon. I think he's trying to outsmart everyone, which I don't know how good of a head coach he's going to be. Um, there was a lot of debate between Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon, but it looks like Dobbs has been named the starter, even though Gannon hasn't said it yet. Um, Toon was a rookie founder from Houston. Would have been a lot for him to do this, but it's a lot for Dobbs, too. He has, I think, two career starts um, last year in Tennessee, and I think he's going to his 56th year. He was traded to Arizona two weeks ago. So he does have familiarity with the system there, but still it's a guy that really has no um, continuity with that offense or skill players and offensive line. Um, so it really is a tasty match for Washington's defense. James Conner saw running back. Obviously, Marquise Brown's a good receiver. Greg Dorch had a nice slot, nice season of the slot last year. Ronda Moore's a guy who was high on the draft two years ago coming out of Purdue. He's there. Zach Hurts is hurt, so he might not play. So then you're looking at Trey McBride at tight end for Arizona. Their line, um, DJ Humphreys, Wilkinson at guard, Froholt at center, Will Hernandez the other guard, and Paris Johnson the first rounder at right tackle. Um, so they're on this line, you know, Humphreys and Paris Johnson are two bookends at tackles, and Hernandez a solid guard. But either way, Washington is lined with the best in the league. They should be able to provide uh, pressure on Dobbs. Um, Connor and Brown are the guys you have to think of um, when you're looking at this team. Those are their threats um, on offense. Marquise Brown obviously had a nice year last year when um, Kyler was injured. Excuse me, when Kyler was healthy, they had our poor going back to their um, Oklahoma days. But obviously, a lot can happen. Um, you know, with Josh Dobbs at quarterback, so I don't know what to expect. There's not going to be much rapport between Brown and Dobbs. Um, I can see them using Rondo more a lot in screen situations, jet sweeps, and Greg Dorch as well. Um, but again, this is going to be an interesting way how they're going to attack um, Washington defense with such a talented deficit. Defense should dominate. They should present looks obviously confuse Josh Dobbs. I expect them to have three or four sacks. You know, this, again, should be a domination from start, from start to finish. If it doesn't happen, that's could, again, not a good sign for this team. Even without Chase, if he doesn't play, Divas line should eat. Montez should get a sack. Jonathan and Duran should have a great game. Hopefully, you know, Chase does play, you know, show precedent of what he can do this year. But if he doesn't, maybe maybe the team rests them, especially with Chase and Terry's uh, injuries. Um, you know, hanging over the team, I think this would be a game they can play without them and easily win. So, I understand if they err on the side of caution with those two. Um, but again, this is a easier matchup for this team. And hopefully, this might be their most easy matchup for the whole year. And that's interesting going to week one because it's all basically on paper. But again, I'd be very surprised if the Cardinals are able to hang with Washington. Um, so I have Washington winning 28-10. to 10, And hopefully the Commanders have a great start getting off week one. 
start moving to fantasy for a little bit, I think you should start any commander you have. I think Sam has an option. Um, I have Joe Burrow in one of my leagues, and he's hurt, obviously, or it looks like he's back. But um, I'm assuming he's playing week one. If he doesn't, I think I might pick up a guy like Sam Howell. He's a guy that has a good matchup going against Arizona, what they can do with his feet. And obviously, um, you know, with good weapons with Jahan, Terry, and um, Curtis, and Logan, and uh, Cole Turner. Uh, I think Jerry Goff's a nice matchup. Kansas City, obviously, will be without Chris Jones. More than likely, that's some miracle if he gets a contract extension before um, game time on Thursday night. Um, Kansas City, you know, has a solid defense, but, you know, they definitely can be scored on. And Detroit had a great offense last year, averaging 30, scoring 30 points in over nine games last year. I think Goff's a nice matchup against City. Um, Khalil Herbert, the Bears running back from Green Bay, is a nice matchup. Uh, Green Bay excuse me, struggled against the run last year, so Herbert's a guy to look for. Jamal Williams, the Saints running back, former Detroit Lion, against Tennessee Titans. Alvin Kamara has suspended the first three games, so it's the Jamal Williams show in New Orleans. Um, he was a touchdown machine, led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. Could easily have a touchdown to against Tennessee. Going against the Commanders team, Jahan's a great start against Arizona. Um, again, I could think he can easily have 80 yards plus and a touchdown. Sky Moore against the Lions. Um, with Kelsey looking like he'll be out, Sky Moore might be one of the top options for Mahomes. Mahomes gonna, is going to make plays no matter who's out there. So Sky Moore is a guy to pick up on the waiver. If you didn't draft him, it might be an option against Detroit. Tight ends. I have a couple of them. You have Saints tight end Jawan Johnson. I think he's in for a breakout year. Had a good last couple years, but now he's a contestant quarterback in David Carr to throw to. Uh, excuse me, Derek Carr. He has a nice matchup with Tennessee. Sam Laporte is kind of a warmer sleeper I have as the season goes on. He's a Lions second round tight end out of Iowa. I have high hopes for him. I think he's going to be a good young player for Detroit with no really threat to him as a starting tight end. He had a really nice film at Iowa. I think Laporte is going to be a nice tight end in this league. Maybe not week one to Kansas City, but someone to think about um, on your waiver wire as season progresses. And then lastly, Texans tight end Dalton Schultz. I think he's going to be C.J. Stroud's best friend. They might not be a great team, but I guess these Schultz put up some nice numbers for Houston, and they play at Baltimore this week. Well, that, is, that will conclude this Roman League episode. The Commanders have a very favorable match of week one. Should take care of business. Anything less than double-digit one could be disappointing for this team. This team, and especially Ron Rivera, need to get off to a fast start, especially in their new ownership. They can't fall behind and struggle like they have in recent seasons. I'll be back next week looking back at the Cardinals game and previewing the week two matchup at Denver Broncos. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at Roman League underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.